0: Hey everybody, I don't know if you've heard, but your favorite website, Chive.com, now has words, and it's come in the form of our podcast right over at Podcast One. So join us. I'm John Rezig, uh, this is Bob Phillip. Hi. Every Thursday for a mix of Chive culture, celebrity interviews, and offbeat current events. And you can download it now at podcast1.com. You sound like a gypsy.
1: Oh my god, so much is jiggling on
0: me these days. It's a podcast, hey. not a cast pod. Hey Praise, hey, Sammy K at hey. It's a podcast, a pod. hey, Fray, Sammy K at It's a push pop, Sarah.
1: Welcome to the Hey Frase Podcast. Oh my god, we are your host, Sarah Fraser, Sammy K. This show is incredible, all because of you. You've, I mean, literally, I cannot believe we are here to election day. You guys have changed our lives.
0: I don't, I, here's the thing. So I wanted to mention this, right? And I don't know if maybe I should just play the disclaimer first and get yes. out of the way, but okay. Let's
1: do it. We have so much to talk about.
0: This is a statement intended to specify or with the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey for Each podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Well, go, Sammy K. Okay? What have you got to no, say? No, I'm saying that you're – I'll do this, okay? I'll do this the, the proper way, all right? But I saw a sign this morning, okay, that was so mind-blowing to me that I've been thinking for the last two hours whether or not this is a sign for Hillary or for Trump. Because I, I can't figure this out, but I'm telling you, this sign was just—it was definitely a sign. Okay. You know when you see something, you go, "That's a sign." I just don't get what it means yet.
1: What was it? What happened? Do you
0: want me? I th- I'll Wait, I can tell you later. I,
1: I feel like I can already guess.
0: Okay, what was? What do you think I feel song?
1: like Magoo pooped out. Um, let's see.
0: Red, white, and blue turds—is that it? <laughs> like, no.
1: No, I think he probably. You know how Hillary Clinton has that like with her um, logo? Oh, the arrow. I feel like maybe Magoo like pooped that out or threw it up or something, and now you're reading that in as a sign, like, is he vomiting up because Hillary's not going to get it, or Trump is? What
0: Oh, no, okay, that sign's way more of an actual sign sign than mine is. (laughs) Mine was, on my way just driving around running errands this morning, I see a guy completely, like, naked except for American flag, like, underwear, like, tight, tight, like, American flag underwear. Okay. A hospital wristband, and the cops just, like, chasing after him down the street. And then that's when I thought, I was like, is this a sign for Hillary or for Trump? I can't honestly tell right now. I know it's a sign. Like, I know it's a sign. And I sat there and I, like, stopped the stop sign. Kept on looking on the street. was like, oh, my God. The cops are literally chasing after a man right now. And it's, what, 730 God, in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning?
1: I adore you. I wouldn't have taken that as a sign at all. I would have said, clearly a man who is at a mental institution has escaped.
0: Or I think he got drunk the night beforehand, escaped from the hospital. You know, because he still has, or maybe he just left it. He was still like drunk, about causing a scene. And I don't know. You just can't be. I don't know. Is it a sign for Trump or for Hillary, Sarah? I don't know. That's a great question.
1: Uh, no, I just feel like that's what's amazing about our country. I, it, I would not have taken that as a sign at all. I really thought that you know you were going to have something else here, like
0: Hillary Clinton and toast or something. What? This is, what are you <laughs> talking? Okay, I'm sorry, Sarah, but a man running around the city at what seven thirty <laughs> eight in the morning that doesn't impress me. With I wouldn't even cops have going around that. him, and he's in you know American flag. Tiny whiteys on election day? How was that not a sign? I don't know.
1: I, I guess I was thinking more. The, I don't know. The heavens parted. Something had happened.
0: Well, I thought the heavens had parted.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. It's election day. Have you voted? Because are you like me? Like, I'm very, very nervous right now for for two reasons. One, Mm -hmm. our election night party tonight. You know, all these events, I always get panicked. I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to, like, have enough food for people, enough drink? By the way, um, Sweet from Scratch Cupcakes, thank you. They've donated over 100 political cupcakes. We really appreciate that. There's going to be a full bar service here. There isn't going to be any traditional food, though, because this party starts at 8, so you don't want to eat before. You
0: just want to be drinking on a night like tonight anyways. You
1: do want to be drinking. Full comedy show, Brian Curry, the magician, the local magician is in. So I guess, you know, if things don't go our way But even then,
0: like, distract. the real big thing is You're gonna come, you're gonna hang out, we gotta pin the hand On the, Well We'll grab know, her by the puss Yeah, it's a pin the hand on the, you know, game Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have an Anthony Weiner Lookalike and nothing but his boxers Right? We've got the wall that's be- in construction Right now.
1: The wall is being built Here at the DC Improv. It's gonna be amazing You can still get your tickets, dcimprov.com Or you can walk up $15 At the door. We also wanted to mention Because some people really donated an incredible Amount of money to our GoFundMe. Look, if you you donate $50, you can bring a friend. Bring the, yeah, the friend is free. If you donate $500, you can bring like eight friends. Whatever you want, uh, you get. So there were some big donors. So feel free to come. Um, but I'm very nervous for for this because tomorrow, you know, we're gonna have a whole different country. Like even no matter who is elected, isn't this crazy? Do you think Donald Trump has a chance?
0: Here's what I'm really afraid of. What? I'm afraid that like you think that sports are rigged because they like went into a game seven and da 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 da. I'm afraid that politics are rigged and that CNN and Fox and all them are gonna just get together and say guys we can make a ton of money
1: off what Trump
0: let's just postpone this election say that we don't have definitive <laughs> results in a ag- people are saying that's not gonna we're not even gonna know who won until Friday. People are saying that could possibly happen. We wouldn't know who won until Friday. And I was like, no, I cannot deal with this.
1: Well, I – and, you know, the other thing is, look, I got in line this morning. I went – I live in Virginia. I went to get in line. The line was massive this morning. So I I stood in line for about 10 minutes, and then I left because I was worried I was going to miss work. So I got to go back this afternoon and vote. But I think now I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton because I'm getting very nervous that Donald Trump could actually win – and, you know, I, I'm nervous. Like, I don't really want to vote for Hillary. I'm not a big fan. But I am kind of voting against Trump because I'm worried if I vote for Jill Stein.
0: You're picking the the, the luster of two evils. I know. I get that. Trust me. What are
1: you going to do? Do you know?
0: Um, well, Sarah, I believe my shirt says it all.
1: Donald Trump, eres un pendejo.
0: Donald, eres un pendejo.
1: Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, great. It means he's uh, an well, asshole. Fine. Donald is an asshole. Yeah. And I can speak Spanish. I
0: can't. Okay, that was close. You speak, like... Uh.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, it'll be a whole different country tomorrow. How was your weekend? Did you have a great weekend? We, we, uh, you know... It's Tuesday, we're back So many things happened to us We spoke at Pod Festival, which was DC's um, podcasting Yeah, it was so great They hit us as our keynote speakers. So, thank you for that Did you have a good time?
0: Oh, I had a great time I'm telling you, nothing is better than me Than waking up in the morning Being late to something And being like, oh crap I don't even know where the hell this place is And I gotta figure out how to get there So, Friday morning I woke up We were supposed to be there at 9.30, right? I got up like at 8.45 and i start freaking out cuz i go oh my god like i'm totally late i should already be on my way to wherever this place is for this dc pod fest i realize i don't have the address but i'm feeling really irresponsible so i didn't want to text you cuz i knew you'd be like god asshole it's the morning of and you still don't even know where you're supposed to be so i just do some way research to be prepared. i look i'm like freaking out throwing all my clothes doing all this like you know like doing everything at once trying to multitask finally look up the address and i realize it is no joke, right across the street from where I live.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so you so were literally I, right there at the Wonder Bread Factory? I literally
0: just crossed the street and I was there.
1: Well, I thought it was great. And I think that everybody that heard us speak was probably in shock because we were like, look, don't do it mainstream. A lot of people who have podcasts want to go back to radio. We were like, don't go well, to I radio. Well, I think here's the
0: thing. I don't, I think they want to go to radio. I don't think they were ever there to begin with. <laughs>
1: well, but we, yeah, but they want to get into they get Yeah,
0: because to them, it's like the major leagues. You know Been
1: there We played it It really wasn't
0: Yeah it's not fun Yeah
1: it's not, not And not creative So anyway But you know what That made me think about Because I, I think people Liked our advice so much I really think that You and I should start Doing seminars together
0: Seminars? <laughs> yes you want to do, but no, that? because I see you doing. Like, who's that asshole, Tony Robbins?
1: Yes, yeah, I, I was s- very inspired by oh, his documentary. God. I'm serious. I think people would pay to hear our advice, our story about how we rejected mainstream. We are doing this as outliers, and our advice on podcasting, how to make money, how to market it, all that.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what would you call your thing?
1: I don't know. I haven't thought of it yet. I just think that we should call it. Um, You know. What? What? We'll just call it uh, how to, you know, monetize or how to make millions in podcasting. Oh,
0: really? No, you got (laughs) to be more inspirational, Sarah. Here.
1: Okay, what's this?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Wiscasset, Maine, a lady who is here to tell you that you can achieve your dreams, whether you have an anal fissure or a female mustache, you can do it. Thank you. Sarah Frazier, everybody. Let's give it up. Woo-hoo! All right. Now Thank be inspirational. You.
1: Thank you. We're here. I mean, look at what we've built, right? We've built this incredible podcast, over 10,000 downloads per episode with hardly any marketing money. Uh-huh. Imagine what you could do with a budget. All your dreams are ahead of you. The greatest days are yet to come. You don't have to work for a company that steals your ideas, that doesn't honor who you are, a boss you hate, coworkers that are not inspiring. You can do it without being mainstream. And we're going to show you how over the course of our three-day podcasting seminar. You're going to learn how to monetize on your own. You're going to learn how to build self-esteem and you're going to learn how to take your podcast to the next level
0: and how not to bleed on your co-host's couches. (laughs) <laughs> you could honestly say anything over that music, and it would sound inspirational.
1: <laughs> so, but Whatever. You know, you know what? You think about it, because I think we should. And a shout-out to DC PodFest. It was great. I think a lot of people learned a lot. I wish I'd gone to more of the, the seminars. But you could
0: literally read anything over that, and it would sound inspirational. As long as you have that music playing, Sarah, I believe you. I <laughs> honestly believe you. you. Look at this. To put it in perspective, okay? Here.
1: You can lose weight without being on a diet. I did it. Sarah Frazier. All by doing mindful eating you can eat what you want when you want it's all about checking in listening to your body and for the first time ever eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're satisfied not when you're full that's the secret and that's just one of the many secrets you're going to learn when you sign up for our three-day mindful eating and podcasting seminar this gets you in great shape Gets you feeling good about your body, losing weight naturally, and profiting from your podcast. Sarah,
0: you could literally read anything. (laughs) Soldier boy, (laughs) off in this hoe. Okay, watch me lean, and watch me roll. Superman that hoe, then watch me crank that RoboCop. See Sarah, anything even Soldier Boy sounds inspirational to (laughs) this shit. So
1: full of it. That is not true. Anyway. Would you come to our seminar? I know you would.
0: I would come for the music, yeah.
1: And tweet at us. Uh, You need to be following us on social media. It's at TheSammyK on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, at HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E on Instagram, and on Twitter, and Show on Snapchat. Um, Lots coming up. We have so much we have to discuss, by the way, on this podcast. So I am dying to know your, your thoughts on this. Dying. Should selling and trading ceviche on Facebook be illegal?
0: Selling and trading ceviche? Who the f- <laughs> All right. All right. I got to hear this story. This is— Okay. We'll
1: get into that. Also, um, some developments have happened with a female friend of yours, uh, right? With the whole snoring situation. Oh, okay. Why? Yeah. It's gotten so bad. Is she wearing headphones at this point?
0: Well, yeah, I was going to bring that up later. Okay. And, well, uh, we'll tell you why. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
1: Um, and then also this week, election week, there's an attorney in Tyson's Corner, of Virginia, who is looking for someone to read erotica to him for $150 an hour, and it's turned to our podcast to help.
0: Why are we doing this right now? Screw <laughs> today's mean? show. Yeah. What do you
1: mean? Well, do you want me to get to that right now?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, no, actually, if you get all to it this now, is coming I'm, up. I may just walk off. I'm not going to lie.
1: Why? Because you want to apply?
0: Yeah. Well, he wants, he's
1: looking for a woman, I believe.
0: I'm pretty good in drag.
1: <laughs> so you are not good in drag. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to remove all that hair by tonight or tomorrow? He's here all week, apparently. Okay, that's fine. I can do this. Okay, really? All right. Well, here, then we'll get right to that. Uh, a listener of ours sent us to this, and she says, can you tell Sammy, well, uh, sorry, she says, look. That your podcast would be perfect for this. I found this most unique Craigslist listing this week, and I thought of you. So here it is. Directly from D.C. Craigslist jobs under part-time. Corporate executive looking for a sexy female reader, $150 an hour in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Employment part-time. I'm a Boston-based attorney seeking a smart, literary-minded gal to read to me during my weekly trips to the D.C. area Uh as a fun diversion from work. Your job will simply be to read a sexy story or two aloud to me in my hotel suite after I return from my office.
0: How big do their diplomas have to be?
1: (laughs) I don't think you even have to have a diploma. It sounds like you just have to read smoothly. I usually stay in one of the upscale hotels in Tyson's, either the Hyatt or the Ritz. I will supply the reading material and you will read aloud to me in a clear voice while seated comfortably.
0: Well, that's a shame. Paul Wharton was at the Ritz all weekend. (laughs) He literally just missed out on this that one. That is
1: so rude. And it's not. That is so rude. He is not a woman. No, I
0: didn't say he was a woman. I'm saying he would have loved to apply. Trust me. Okay, Paul is like me. 150 bucks an hour. We'll do what we got to do. Okay? Okay.
1: Oh my god oh my god um he goes on to say uh read for as long as you want up to three hours as i mentioned i pay 150 dollars an hour cash this is a very serious job offer and 100 percent legit nothing more than the above is desired or expected you must be smart discreet graceful and articulate
0: wait i'm being serious though can we actually start a segment where paul comes in and reads like stories to us like he just reads books to us yeah I think oh my I'm, God, that would be the best. like Paul reads erotic fiction. Paul reads Aesop's fables. <laughs> Paul reads you know
1: yeah, we'll have him on next week. Oh my God. Oh my
0: God, that would be the that would be my favorite we new also segment.
1: Also should do a segment with Paul Warren where we just send him out on Craigslist job listings just to find out if they're legit because he is like so crazy. I mean, can you imagine him showing up to this?
0: I would dude, I would love that.
1: They also go on to say you must wear elegant professional clothing. Okay, well, I'm out.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Uh, you must look like a secretary in a law office. Oh, God.
0: You look like that. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> do, not, do, do I? Like, not the one that everyone's trying to, you know. You're not the one that's like, I'm going to stop <laughs> where I'm <at> right now. I <laughs> can't say it, you! I'm, I'm going to What are you
1: going to say? Not the what? The high end one? Not the one that everyone wants to go to, or what? Or what are you saying? Yeah, I look like sure. the commercial? Sure. No, what were you going to say?
0: No, I was going to I mean, I was just going to say, you're not the one they're all trying to sleep with. Okay.
1: That is so wrong. Whatever. I don't even care. Anyway, to go on to finish this, he says that he'll be in this area from starting today, uh, November 8th, and I'd like to find someone by then. Mm. Priority is given to responses with a detailed self-description, a resume, and or a picture. Why don't you send yours? He says, I'm 41 years old and boyish looking, educated, professional male, clean, fit, respectful, and a gentleman. Like I possess a the rise of the humor. Yeah, do you ever think that when someone writes that, do you think that they're ever really uh, yeah, respectful a gentleman? If
0: you're a truly respectful gentleman, duh, 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 you don't write that. It's, you know, it's kind of the opposite. Like gentlemen would not say they're a gentleman. They just act like a gentleman, you know.
1: Well, anyway, there you go. Uh, so, uh, anyhow, thank you for that. You can always send us any emails, topics that you want us to talk about. Sarah with an H at com, Or you can email Sammy K at com. I mean, the I'm, emails are so good.
0: I'm going to throw out this one last thought. Saying that you're a gentleman is like saying you're not racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? You like, think you, so? You normally don't go around and say, oh, I'm, Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Sammy. I'm not racist. Like, people are like, well, then what the fuck? Like, you clearly are racist. If you're writing that, you clearly are racist, you know? <laughs> like, if you're saying, oh, I'm a gentleman, you're clearly not a gentleman.
1: I thought it was more he was stating that because it is Craigslist. So he's probably thinking, you know, you feel like, hey.
0: I have bought many of things and sold many of things on Craigslist, Sarah. <laughs> Everyone is a gentleman on Craigslist.
1: Well, anyway, there you go. I, I'm... I wanted to tell you that. Uh, A couple other quick emails from listeners over the weekend. Can you please tell Sammy that I never heard Gangster's Paradise until I was in college, but I had heard Amish Paradise plenty of times before. I was very confused. This is in reference to Sammy when he has kids. He's going to only play Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al
0: Yankovic songs for them, so that way all of a sudden when they become an adult, they're in college, they hear the real version, their mind is just going to be totally blown. (laughs) Because they're like, wait, what? But my dad told me that like these were like these were weird Al songs. Like that no one else he said there may be covers out there of other songs, but it's like they're weird Al songs. He told me he's been lying to me for well, twenty years. I, yes. Can you
1: believe it? There's a woman that actually can relate. She says the same thing.
0: I wanna shake your father's hand.
1: I gotta give a major shout out to Gidget who listens to our show. She loves the show.
0: <laughs> I love her too.
1: She sent us another story. 16 of the best celebrity conspiracy theories that are out there on the internet.
0: Okay, I want to hear some because this Avril Uh, one has been blowing my mind. Here
1: we go. Avril Levine continues. By the way, if you haven't heard this, which I I was inundated with emails. It's always funny what we get emails about. I'm like, no one's going to pick up on this. But last week we had a conversation that Avril Levine is in fact dead. She committed suicide like in 2003.
0: Right before her album release. But Skater Boy was already such a hit that the record label just got an actress some step surgery Stepped in and boom, that has been Avril Lavigne ever since.
1: Right. And people were mind blown by that. Everyone's yeah. been doing their research and now sending us more conspiracy theories. So I didn't realize this, but did you hear that Suri Cruz is actually Chris Klein's daughter?
0: Oh, I would believe that. And like Tom Cruise stole him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, stole her. Well, Sorry. apparently Katie Holmes was pregnant with Chris Klein's baby just before she started dating Tom, but the pair decided to pretend that Suri was Tom's. The theory, the theory states that Suri wasn't actually born on April. April 18, 2006, as claimed, mm. because the certificate took 20 days to get signed. That also, makes
0: sense, though, because the you read the tabloids recently, Tom Cruise is picking Scientology over his daughter. He's saying he doesn't want to be—he doesn't want to be in his in Suri's life anymore because of Scientology. Oh, I believe that. But maybe it's because he found out that actually it's not even his daughter to begin with. It's Chris Klein's.
1: Maybe that was it. Um, This one's been around forever, but do you believe the one that Courtney Love hired one of Kurt Cobain's friends to kill him and set his death up like a suicide?
0: Yes. Courtney Love's the devil.
1: Really? Yep. Yep. That theory's been out there for a while. The documentary Soaked in Bleach covers it extensively if you want to watch. I didn't realize this one, but Paul McCartney's been (sighs) dead for years.
0: Dude the walrus Yes Sarah he's been dead forever man
1: You were talking about this one I didn't know this And there's a yellow brick road um
0: A yellow brick road (laughs) what the fuck No it's called Abbey Road Sarah I am so upset at you right now Okay, Abbey Road is supposed to be, like, symb- symbolic of his uh, funeral, oh,
1: right? Oh, Abbey Road, okay. So you would
0: have, I think, what? It's like John Lennon's up front with a white suit, so he is supposed to be, like, God, right? Austin, tell me if I'm doing this wrong here, okay? Ringo, he is the actual, like, Paul, he's like the the, the, the Paul Bearer, the priest, right? Okay. okay. Then Paul, as you see, Paul is walking barefoot. Right behind okay. them, in the third position, he's walking barefoot to symbolize that he is actually dead. He is the one that is like you know barefoot. He is the one that is going to be buried. And then behind is George Harrison, who is supposed to be, I think, just like the the funeral, the, the grave digger. Person. Yeah, yeah. And he falls. out of step with the rest. Yeah. And Paul he falls is up, out of, step with, is out of step with the rest of them. This so you is see, they're crazy. all all matching legs yeah. except for Paul, so that he's on the other side he isn't with him for real
1: I, we have got to go do more research on this there's a whole at, Wikipedia page Paul is dead
0: and if you look at Sergeant Pepper's album you put like a mirror halfway through it actually changes it to read like the Roman numerals for the date that Paul died in a car crash
1: what
0: yes yeah, these are
1: crazy did you also hear the one Lady Gaga was a backup dancer before murdering an artist named Lena Morgana and stealing her identity
0: that's fantastic, too. I love that one. I love that one.
1: Apparently, Lady Gaga was sick of being just a backup dancer, so was involved in the murder of this woman, which was made to look like a suicide. Gaga apparently copied her looks and persona and became mega famous months later. Monster, the song, is supposedly about Lena's abusive ex-boyfriend, who was also involved in the murder. You can read more here.
0: Ooh. Oh, my God.
1: These go on and on. I
0: could see that because there's videos of, you know, Stephanie Giamatta, whatever her real name is. What's her real name?
1: Oh, it's um. Oh, they have it right here. Hold on, Stephanie. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Jaramanato. Gira, Gira
0: Jaramanato, Gira whatever it is, <laughs> Stephanie. Right? Yeah. Well, you can find her old music. It was like her just playing the piano and singing. Like it wasn't, you know, that Lady Gaga persona. Wow. So maybe I would believe that too.
1: Oh, God. This is crazy. The Crisis Forums is where you can go to read more on this stuff? Mm -hmm. I don't know
0: anything about that. I believe it all.
1: And then lastly, um, for conspiracy theories that Jay-Z and Nicki Minaj are the same person. If you take a Nicki Minaj song and slow it down, it sounds exactly like Jay-Z. There's a whole SoundCloud account dedicated to it. Also, Nicki has talked a lot about her alter egos, and it just makes sense that Jay-Z is one of them, especially because he is 100% confirmed Illuminati.
0: Dude, I mean, I'm trying to pull it up right now. But By the this way, they also legit. they
1: also say that they're the same person because you've never seen them in the same place before ever. Like and they've never been seen in the same place supposedly.
0: All right. that doesn't sound like Jay-Z. Oh my god, that's close though. Loving is it is Jay Z talking with an accent. <laughs> that does tell a mood F. I Jay Z.
1: Thank you for the conspiracy theories. You can keep the emails coming. Also, lastly, we have to say hi to E. Uh, e writes to us. She says, oh, my God, I feel like I've known you guys forever. The point of my email today is that you and Sammy ran across the Bay Bridge with me this past Sunday for the Across the Bay 10K. I was battling a cold that day, and I knew my standard running music was not going to keep me going. So I decided to listen to Thursday's podcast. Best decision ever.
0: Oh, oh guys- can I tell you? I was like. Fuck this weekend was disastrous I was on the Bay Bridge <laughs> no Like I legit <laughs> thought I was like I was trying to go through my Saturday And be like I don't remember much about Saturday morning Where did I Where was I What did I do What
1: exactly happened What happened
0: Okay no, On the podcast In uh-huh. headphones <sighs>
1: You guys made me laugh and kept me entertained while I enjoyed the beautiful sights. I only wish that I had more than one episode to listen to. Anyway. uh, Well, we do three a week, so I'm not sure if you just didn't have time to download them all or not. But we do a new episode every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So there's a little bit from our listeners. Keep them coming. You can always write to us. (gasps) Uh, Does it shock you that 70% of Americans want major airlines to ban all alcohol sales before noontime on flights because passengers are becoming so unruly, they get so drunk, they have to divert flights?
0: That's bullshit. <laughs> that is such BS.
1: Why? I agree with this. Who needs no. a drink before noontime? I do. I, I'd be fine with this band.
0: No, because here's the problem, Sarah, is sometimes, like, for instance, when I do these long trips, okay? When you I did do a th- lot, when you're getting did, ready
1: to go to uh, I'm going, I'm Tunisia. Going, to, going to Tunisia
0: again, coming up, right? So, oh. for that, for instance, your time's already messed up. And so, yeah, it may be 6 a.m. to you, right? But to me, it's still what, like midnight? And I just want to take a nap and go to bed. So if you tell me that I can't buy alcohol because it happens to be 6 a.m. in this time zone and my body's still in another time zone, no, that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. And, like, dude... It's way better than me being awake and being annoying the entire time. Let me have my three or four whiskeys. I'm going to conk out. Eight hours yeah, later, I'm you. up.
1: You've got a lot of people that are traveling on holiday. That's what they're saying. They're saying that holiday makers overwhelmingly yeah. support morning booze band flights. Because these people get on there. They think they're going to Aruba or they are going to Aruba. They want to blow off steam. They want to get drunk. They're wasted at 9 a.m. They don't shut up. And now people want them banned. But who cares? You have the right
0: to. I did that. I got got hammered on a flight from Dubai to Bangkok so drunk that I was, like, stumbling out.
1: (laughs) That's not cool.
0: Like, it was awesome.
1: Jet 2 Airlines, which is is international, has now banned all alcohol sales before noontime because they say people have gotten so out of control. That's
0: ridiculous. Okay? If I'm paying that money and I'm going to pay for the drinks, what does it matter for you?
1: They're also saying that more and more um, duty-free shops in air – in – what do they call it? Airports. Thank you. Airports. Okay. Um, are selling tamper-proof bags for the sale of alcohol at duty-free shops.
0: Well, that's what all duty free do. Because you, know, you can't just buy something that's duty-free and just crack it open and start drinking. That's illegal. Everyone knows that. So, like, all the bags are usually sealed. That's why you can, like, take the liquids in there because they vacuum seal them or they seal them for you. Right.
1: And you're going to have to keep them that way instead of opening
0: them up. Well, I don't open them up, Sarah. I wait and I drink. Look at this. I will go to the duty-free, okay? I will buy two bottles of whiskey, all right? Sealed up, okay? I go from there. And a lot of times the airports, if you just tell them, they'll just take it straight to your gate. You know what I mean? So you can buy it there. Just tell them your gate and they'll take the stuff there. There you go. You just pick it up at the gate. But I'll just go and I'll have a few drinks. Get on the plane, order a couple drinks. Boom, I'm out. Thirty minutes into a shitty like uh, you know in this shitty Steve Carell movie, I'm out, <laughs> and I can wake up eight hours later and I'm fine.
1: Well, if you're on the bandwagon, a lot of people are. They say, "Yep, they want those sales," and it could be happening. So Jet Two has done it. They're an international airline out of London. Would you be really upset? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. What I wouldn't fly Drink them. at seven a.m. You really wouldn't fly them over there. That's so crap. People say that, but it all comes down to price.
0: No, it doesn't really. If I'm sitting there and I know it's going to be an eight hour flight or a six hour flight, and I go, wait, no booze? You're out of your fucking mind.
1: No, my God! You're probably already coming to the airport. You've probably I've as,
0: smoked a ton of weed before I get there.
1: As my as Austin, our intern, now says about you, which I'm t- I'm stealing this okay. and using. He says that you often come into this podcast baked like a cake. Yeah, which I feel like you are. That is so good.
0: what I am. Like, well, I, you'll
1: already be baked like a cake when you get to BWI for this Tunisia flight, and then you want booze on top of that. How much more am I going to give you? My God! I
0: don't think you understand that I also have to get to Paris do a little layover thingy well, and then probably smoking. transfer, you know, like probably transfer over in like three, four hours. So I'm going to go smoke some cigarettes, drink some beers, you know, that then I can get on my flight. Boom. Boom. It's a party. I like the party when I'm traveling. When I'm traveling, to me, it's You're me going frog. somewhere, and I want to sit there, and I want to have a good-ass time, because to me, it's like, guess what? I'm not at home. I'm not in D.C. I don't have to worry about stuff anymore. I can sit there, and if I want to have a drink at 10 in the morning, it doesn't matter, because I'm not like doing anything. I'll smoke all day, every day, but I'll never <laughs> drink until like a respectable time of day if I have work to do. Oh, okay. Well, no, if I have shit to do. So like I'll never drink before the show. I'll never drink before That's the show. That's good. You know? Like, I'll drink on the show if we happen to be drinking one day. But, like, oh I won't God, ever I drink, like, before the show. I'll definitely smoke some weed.
1: We need to start doing... What I was thinking is, you know, we need to start doing, like, a drunk... Since people loved the drunk podcast we did, like, last month, we need to start doing a once-a-month, like, just completely uncensored drink-smoke <laughs> <laughs> podcast. You will and then, not smoke, though. No, but you can smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. Should it, hey, do you think it should be illegal to trade and sell ceviche on Facebook? Um, okay. And other baits?
0: <laughs> I just don't know who the hell is going on Facebook and saying, "Man, I'm looking for some ceviche." Well,
1: Marisa Ruales, Marisa Ruales in San Juan County, California. Oh, wait, am I saying that right?
0: San San Juan? No,
1: it's San Joaquin.
0: San Joaquin? San
1: Joaquin County, California. Could be going to jail for up to a year and will definitely be facing a $235 fine and 40 hours of community service after she sold and traded ceviche for clothes and other items over Facebook.
0: Well, because you have to have a business license to sell food. But
1: here's the problem. They're saying that now can't you sell items? You can sell items. Apparently, um, oh she hadn't looked into obtaining a permit. Okay, like you were saying,
0: you need for only, food. You need a permit. Okay, for anything you selling. No, no, for food, Sarah. For food. Don't you think
1: that's crazy? I can't go on and go. Hey, I'll come cook you dinner in exchange for you plowing my driveway. Like, that's first off, you would
0: never plow is. someone's driveway. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about, but
1: yes, you do in the winter time.
0: Oh like a snow plow. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, what is she talking about? Plowing a driveway?
1: Yes. She says she did not look into getting a permit because she only sold her exchange food items once or twice a month at most as a hobby on occasional weekends. Now, they're saying that more and more people, authorities, are policing this and local government are policing this, and it's unnecessary. In fact, they're trying to get fines out of people.
0: Yeah, Sarah, because, okay, you don't know. You just sat there and you're like, well, I can make you dinner. You make me dinner, but you don't have the proper like health licenses, which means you yes, don't have the right you know. insurance. So all of a sudden, you kill me because your chicken is all <laughs> fucked up. And guess what, Sarah? My family is going to sue the government. They're not going to sue you, so they have to go against you because you like you need to have the proper license. You need to be you know registered. If you're Just selling a shirt, if you're selling a g- shirt, if you're selling an old toy, if you're selling an old TV, who cares? Okay, that's not gonna that, that can't look normal and kill me. All right.
1: I totally just. Dis- I thought this was fine. Now, Food Spot Facebook group sent a warning to her before charges were filed, and basically, Food Spot Facebook is checking nationwide for anybody that's selling food items or trading goods for it. She added that selling food not subject to health department inspection is a danger to the public and undercuts business owners who purchase permits to there cook you go. and sell food. You
0: have to pay for those. It sucks, but you have to pay for them.
1: Ruella says people assume that I was taking from other businesses. It's not something like that. I was trying to make, I was not trying to make a business out of it. I was trying to use it to trade for other things that I needed.
0: That is making a business out of it. I'm sorry to tell you, <laughs> you dumbass.
1: <laughs> really? I thought this was fine. I thought she was really being targeted. No,
0: because you're from Maine and like all they do there is a dicker yeah. all day long. That's like how they act. That's people actually fine. make their live livelihood just off of trading up for shit. That's all they do.
1: Right. I thought this was absolutely fine. I think this is ridiculous. You know, this is like big business policing everybody.
0: No, Sarah. It's about people not wanting to die because I bought <laughs> some ceviche from well, your come apartment. On.
1: If I'm selling ceviche over the internet, if I'm if I'm on my Facebook page advertising, I'll make you ceviche for clothes, women's clothing, this weekend. You don't know that there's incurred risk on both ends? Give me a break.
0: Um, no, Sarah. That's the whole thing is you can't assume that they know there's incurred risk on both ends.
1: I think that's and you're crazy. the one serving
0: the food. If I put on a, a shirt of yours that has something in it, I'll get a couple bug bites. That's the worst case scenario that could happen. You give me like busted ass ceviche, I'm dead.
1: I think that's so ridiculous. Um, anyway, Marisa, I was with you. Or I'm sorry, sure. Marisa. I don't know what her name was.
0: You already forgot it. <laughs>
1: because I think that's crazy. I think they're just trying to get a buck out of small, you know, small time people who just need a break. My God, leave him alone!
0: Yeah, leave Maricela alone. Yeah, or is it Marisa? <laughs>
1: shut up. Uh, hey, how great would it be? Do you think that there will ever be technology that will allow us to charge our cell phones just once every three months?
0: Oh my God, I hope so. Do
1: you think that it will actually ever be like mainstream? Or I think government will shut this down.
0: Uh, no, I think the issues. It's not going to do it because they're probably going to be very, very, very um, dangerous. Why? What do you mean? I don't feel like you can have something that will maintain the charge and be able to power something like a cell phone for three months at a time without it being very volatile. You know what I mean?
1: You're going to be wearing crazy sci-fi wearable clothing.
0: There you go. The
1: clothing will actually serve as a charger. University of Michigan and Cornell engineers have come up with a special material called magnetic electricity multifaric. Uh, fairy, uh, just
0: call her Maricella. Just say it's Mauricio. Mari- <laughs> or, or whatever it was.
1: Anyway, it allows computers of the future and your electronics to stream a current through clothing, which will serve as a charging device. Okay. And you'll only have to charge that clothing once every three months. So essentially, we'll have a battery in the sleeve. As long as the phone is near that sleeve, it's constantly it's charging. It's not going
0: to have a battery. It's just the actual the actual material itself. Right. gold, you know. Right.
1: Wouldn't that be well, amazing? Because you know what? I'll tell you right now. I I have this cell phone, right? I have the iPhone 6 Plus. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a year and a half old. Already now, it dies every hour. I open Snapchat for five minutes and Instagram, forget it, It's toast.
0: Toast. Well, these, I will these say. These phones suck. Which I know. I actually have a pair of shoes coming in soon that... They actually—they have like LED screens all around them, right? So yeah. they actually will play videos or show pictures or whatever. And those—they actually have them so as you walk, the kinetic energy of you walking actually charges them up. So you never oh. actually have to plug them in. You can just you just walk and they charge automatically.
1: That's so by great. Walking.
0: So I feel like it's on its way. I can't wait. I mean, I don't know why at this point you just don't get a little solar patch. There's always sun. I feel like that's the... Because like, you'd
1: have to wear the solar patch on your no, clothing?
0: I don't understand why they just don't have a battery pack. It's nothing just like, hey, you want to charge your phone? Great. Get outside, put this down, plug in your phone. Ding! It's got sunlight. It'll charge.
1: Because they don't want to do that because they make so much money off Off of of bullshit. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh huh. The man holding you down. I agree. You want to blame Mauricio for this one, too?
1: (laughs) Mauricio's the victim. Marcella? Marcella is the victim. Have you ever um, dated any women or or been
0: around?
1: Never. Have you ever been around a woman? I think you have, who felt like her biological clock was a real thing and ticking.
0: Um, you Anybody mean girls that tried to get me to you? get them pregnant? Yeah. yeah, man. Really? Yeah, dude. There was this one girl that I, she looked like Miss Frizzle. You know Miss Frizzle from like Magic no, School I Bus? No, I don't know. You don't remember Miss Frizzle? Look no, up Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus. I know you don't remember. How do you not remember Miss Frizzle? You don't remember Miss Frizzle? Was she older than you? No, she was like my age, but she just looked like Miss Frizzle. You know, yeah, you know, know what I'm talking is. about, right? Yeah, he oh knows what I'm talking about. Oh, my God.
1: And you give me a hard time about people that I date?
0: No, Sarah. Well, anyway, so this, this girl that woman. looked like Miss Frizzle. Yeah, dude, that woman, Miss Frizzle. She dressed like her, had the same hair, everything, just like she her. She wanted
1: to have a baby with So
0: you. listen, so we would, like, hook up, and then one night we were out hanging out with some friends, and this girl was like, yeah, I really want to, like, settle down with my boyfriend. I want him to engage to me. I want to have babies, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm thinking of just, like, Getting off the pill now because we're gonna have them anyways, and just having it now. Da, da, da. And she was like, "You know what? You should totally do that. That sounds smart to me." And I was like, "Oh my god! Did you just tell this lady to get her to get pregnant by her man without her man knowing?"
1: Oh my god! And I
0: had to bail on this Frizzle.
1: Okay, well this. But is it
0: inc- definitely has happened numerous times.
1: This story is major, major, major. everyone please let this? Did major. she sound like her? you
0: don't know this song? No way.
1: No. Oh. What? I don't know. Maybe I didn't have the same TV as you
0: growing up. You don't know Magic School Bus?
1: No. I, I never watched the show.
0: The magic bus. Really?
1: Here's the big revelation about this story, which I think is so good. And I think that so many women need to pay attention to because it takes an incredible amount of pressure off. But there is now little compelling evidence that a hormonal urge to have a child actually exists. In fact, this popular, your biological clock is ticking, is an obsession that was developed by a Washington Post writer in 1978. It doesn't exist. Wait,
0: so you're telling me that whenever someone tells me that they're feeling this biological clock ticking and they want to have babies? Babies, real. They are just batshit crazy. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's not real.
1: Uh, the uses of a biological clock. By the way, attn.com did this story. So if you want to do your own research, just Google it. The bi- is the biological clock a real thing? And this article says it's not. Um,
0: wait, attn.com? Mm-hmm. So attention.
1: Yeah, but I, I, but they don't spell it attention. Oh, oh, you know, that's oh. why.
0: I was like, wait, what is? I thought it was. I was trying to think what the acronym would be. Attn. Yeah, okay, I know, I got, I okay, I got, It's attention.
1: This is amazing. So they say that the biological clock, like I mentioned, was completely in- developed by a columnist, Richard Cohen, who penned a column called The Clock is Ticking for Career Women, which outlined the new struggle for women who want to, quote, have it all. Cohen wasn't writing as a scientist or a researcher unveiling a survey, but as a columnist offering his opinion. Biological clock time. Biological time clock can create real panic. This was all done not with scientific information at all. But it's created over the years, this whole theory that, oh, my biological clock is ticking and it's kicked in at 34. They say it doesn't exist.
0: Well, but hold on. All these girls that I went there, when I was with them and their biological clock was ticking, they were younger than 34.
1: Well, he says this is what it is. This is what science actually has found that it is. Baby fever does exist. Mm -hmm. There's ample evidence that both men and women...
0: Yeah, baby fever. What
1: what are you doing?
0: Nothing. I was scratching my eyes.
1: ...have a sudden and all-consuming drive to have a baby. A study published in 2011 um, followed hundreds of subjects for a decade and found that there is a real correlation between encounters with children and an increased or decreased desire for them. They say baby fever kicks in for men at 40 years old. So you got a long time to go.
0: Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm.
1: Men really want to have a child at 40, whereas women, the age can vary dramatically. So women can have that biological, uh, or baby fever can kick in around 24. But there isn't anything as like a biological clock where like, oh my God, you can't have a kid. Isn't that fascinating? I've believed that my whole life. So
0: now what are you going to tell Dan? Are you going to tell Dan that he's batshit crazy?
1: Well, Dan Dan has baby fever. His clock is
0: like, you know. Yeah. It's a cuckoo clock, and it's just coming in and out, in and out now. It's been going off for a while.
1: I know. Well, I, that's why mine isn't. Like, I don't have any desire to have a kid right now at all. Really? Not even when you see your niece? Oh, my God. I do love my niece. And then you see her, her. and
0: you're like, oh, I can't wait to dress a little kid like a kitty cat.
1: Oh, my God. I am going to dress it up so much. Like, first of all, if I ever do have a kid, it will be a daughter, and I'm going to call her Coco, and then I'm going to call her Coco Bean, and I'm just going to, like, dress her, like, yeah. You're going to call call your
0: daughter Coco? (laughs) Yes. yes. And then you're going to call her Coco Bean? (laughs) Yes. And then you think you're going to be a normal, (laughs) completely grounded individual your entire life? Yes, absolutely. So, your mother works in radio, or your mother works as a, as a media host, and your name is Coco Bean, and you expect to have a completely normal. You do realize Her
1: nickname that. name is Coco Bean.
0: Coco Bean? My real
1: name is Coco.
0: I will see Coco Bean buying marijuana from the same dealer as me when she's 13. I guarantee that it. That is not true. With the name, like Coco Bean, yeah. She'll be fine. That's like when I make the joke and I say that I want to name my kid Frank. But I want to spell it P-H-R-E-I-G-H-N-Q-U-E.
1: What? Is that Pringle? No.
0: P-H-R-E-I-G-H-N-Q-U-E. Frank. Oh, my it's, God. It would actually say the is word Frank. No, Sarah. It's just a really <laughs> fucked up way to spell Frank. Like, if you read the name. you <laughs> so weird. If that you, read, weird. It, if you read it. Pringle would be
1: fine over Frank.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. But I didn't do Frank because I realized that's just setting my kid up to be fucked with his entire life and to also be an oddball. When everyone's like, um, Paharankwee, is that your name, Paharankwee? He's like, it's Frank. <laughs> like, that's just setting the kid up. <laughs> oh my up. god,
1: like, I love it. That is so epic. That is hysterical. Uh, so, when's the last time, I, mean, I want to get to your relationship. I don't know if we're calling it that. I don't. I, I get so nervous. Yeah, don't jinx
0: me here, okay? I, I get so
1: nervous about what I should bring up about this. I guess your lady friend.
0: Okay, f- lady friend's a great term.
1: We're going to discuss your lady friend and the snoring update that you have. Okay. Because we need to get a snoring specialist on this because we want this to. everybody is rooting for you and so badly. And then after
0: this, I need to have a conversation with you about the lady friend as well. So after we talk about the snoring, there's another conversation we need to Why have.
1: Why? About what?
0: Sarah, we're going to have this conversation about the snoring first, and then we'll get to the next one, okay?
1: Well, before we get to that, I all wanted right. to tell you about this list of everything you definitely should not say to someone after a breakup. And I say this to all my girlfriends after they go through breakup. So I feel really bad now.
0: Okay. I, Is, wanted,
1: I wanted to see if you say these things.
0: Oh, my God. If it's like... Because
1: I thought these were perfectly, perfectly fine. Um, so when your friend, your male or female, breaks up with someone, especially a woman, you should never say you're so much better than him.
0: But they are so too right but actually but I realized that because when you say that you're so much better than, than, than him yeah that when you're in a depressed mood makes you think well then was I just shit and that's why I was dating shit am I shit personally
1: well and they also say that if in fact you're so much better than him then how come you're not with him mm. so it's insulting um how about this one did you ever have you ever said to your friends when they go through a breakup you'll find someone someday yeah I always say that to people because they
0: will it's just exactly. human nature
1: I know. What's wrong with that? You might think you're being nice by letting someone know that there's someone out there, but we all know you're just doing this as a piss poor job of attempting to make them feel better. Okay, what do you want me to say? Well,
0: yeah, what I really wanted to say is, dude, we'll get you laid this weekend. But think- you know, you got to be kind of polite in public, so you go, oh, "Well, you'll find someone someday."
1: You're never supposed to say "her loss."
0: Well, hold on. <laughs> that it is their loss. I'm sorry. I, I, think, think, so I think the too, same thing right? It's their loss, yeah.
1: What about this? Have you ever said this to somebody you weren't even that into? It? Uh, they say no one knows the inner workings of your relationship. And yes, you might have complained at times that you weren't happy in the relationship. But the truth is you did love that person at some point.
0: I will bring up all the negatives. Like I will bring up all the times they bitched. Just to help them get over it. So I'm like, yeah, but come on. Think about it. You hated when he did this. You hated when he did this. You Remember this one time you got so mad at him because he showed up three hours? Yeah. See, you didn't want him anyways.
1: Uh, they also say you shouldn't say things like, what were the red flags? Um, the relationship is over. Reliving it and hashing out all the red hags just reminds some person, like, maybe they shouldn't have made that decision to begin with. Mm. Uh, it goes on and on. They also say you should never ask somebody uh, which Taylor Swift song best describes your emotional state right now. I've because
0: never they're all that. depressing?
1: Yeah, I've never said that. And then the other question that they say if someone goes through a breakup, you should never ask, was he or she cheating on you?
0: Oh, because we know it definitely was happening. If we're asking that <laughs> question, we know it already happened. Like we knew it was happening friend of a friend took a picture, oh. sent it to me, and I was just like, oh, damn.
1: There you go. Um, so what's going on? You you have a lady friend. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you guys spent the weekend together? Or am I going to no, meet her? No, she was
0: gone this weekend. Where'd she go? She uh, went to an oyster festival.
1: Oh, fun.
0: Eating oysters, drinking beers.
1: Oh, my God. This woman already sounds like...
0: Perfect, so but I don't want to say anything. the issue is, is, okay, I didn't, I didn't know this. Okay. I've been single for a minute here and I guess maybe if I did snore in previous relationships, maybe the people I dated were deeper sleepers. And they didn't wake up to it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But all I know is that recently since I started sleeping in her place, I snore. Uh,
1: yes. Okay. We. Yeah.
0: And I snore and it's enough to keep <laughs> her awake. Right. So initially one day she fell asleep on the couch. And like she started to snore, so I was like, "Oh, the equalizer!" You know, right, you that's can't. She you know, snores. you're snoring, I snore. That's cool, like whatever. But I think the issue now is that we're realizing that it's not just that I snore loudly; it's that she's also a light sleeper. Oh, okay, okay. And so the problem is, anytime I make a snoring noise, it wakes her up. She makes a snoring noise, shit doesn't bother me. I slept through an earthquake and a tornado. True story. <laughs> I slept through both an earthquake and a tornado. That is crazy. Okay. And so now the big thing that's been coming on is now I look over and she will actually have earbuds in and playing music while she's sleeping just to cover up the sound of my like to drown
1: out to the drown sound
0: out of the sound of, of my snoring. But okay, what's and the like best? I don't know. There's got to be a there's going to be a breaking point soon. Like you're already sleeping with headphones.
1: But here's my question. We talked about this and you guys like didn't want to do the whole breathe right strip on your nose cuz it
0: looks so stupid. Yeah, but
1: maybe you guys should seriously try it.
0: I mean, here, I'm going to give it a whirl because also we are looking at um, like they say like the 10 like the 10 ways like to stop snoring, snoring. or whatever, right? These are the things you should be doing. I'm fucked. Okay, because they're saying things like change your pillows. I was like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense oh, that because be I'm good. sleeping at your place, so those are brand new pillows anyways."
1: You sure that they new pillows? No, but you know what I mean ones? like, no,
0: but the whole idea is they're saying change your pillows so you get a different neck position. Oh. So those are new pillows to my body, got you know, it. and even at the new place I got new pl- pillows there. So like I'm sleeping on brand new pillows everywhere now.
1: Okay, all got right.
0: It. So I'm fucked with that one. Okay. <laughs> the other thing was stay well hydrated, and I was like, "Well, dude, that's like all I do is I drink water and smoke weed all day long. You know what I mean? It's like I'm really well – I pee like a horse. I pee so much. Like I drink so much water. I don't know what to do there. The other thing it said was lose weight, and I was like, well, fuck it. Now I, it's just telling me I'm a fatty and I got to lose weight to do this. Well,
1: you're on a mission to get healthier, aren't or it's, you? I
0: mean, no, I'm never on a mission to do anything, Sarah. Oh, okay. I may be on my way kind of on accident, but it's never purposely. Oh, okay. Um, and it's telling me to avoid alcohol.
1: See, I think that's good advice for you. If you give up the alcohol...
0: But I feel like here's the thing is I'm going to become so boring and skinny and I'm still going to snore.
1: I don't know. Why don't you try it? Then you can always gain the weight back and drink more. Okay, but But you could give it a go.
0: So we initially got along because we would stay up late. Oh, and also set to work on my sleep patterns, make sure I don't go to bed tired. All right? So now I've started this relationship with this girl knowing that we go out, we like to drink, we like to smoke. We like to stay out late and hang out sometimes, you know? We like to go and do things. We're outside a lot. And they're saying that. So, like, literally, it's either I stop doing all the things that we like to do to possibly fix the snoring, or do I just buy her earplugs and put them in when she's sleeping and not tell her?
1: Well, I feel like you should. Okay, also I've heard this, that if you sleep on an incline, that that would help.
0: Did we try everything. I put, like, a pillow under my back to, like, sleep up more. (sighs)
1: Why don't you try the strips? I think you should try this the strips for oh, real. Oh,
0: gosh. But then I'm that guy, Sarah. I'm that guy that's well, sitting there being than like. Well, it's
1: the... you know, there are some people that sleep, the sleep apnea mask. I'm going to be there sitting yet. there.
0: I'm going to be there trying to cuddle, trying to kiss and fall asleep, be all romantic and shit as Big Spoon. I'm like, hold on, babe. Let me get my Breathe Right strip on.
1: You do it like the last thing i mean i'm sure everybody listening to this podcast probably has a partner that wears a retainer to bed a night guard like the, you yeah, have but the to retainer like do can be kinky things. though Oh, no, we can't no okay yeah no uh-huh. well maybe you turn the breathe breathe, breathe right strip into stripping.
0: how am something. i gonna do that what am i gonna do stick my nose in there sarah <laughs> and just yeah that was it that's no that's not ever gonna happen
1: what has your lady friend suggested just the same things, like maybe well, we Well, here's the thing. Now, it just drinking. now,
0: like I saw her last night, I finally I tried to wake her up, but she was on the couch sleeping with her headphones on, and I was like, "This is your house. Like, if anyone should be sleeping on the couch, it's me. Please go sleep in your bed." Like. Poke oh me, God. punch me, make me leave if I have to in the middle of the night. I'd rather do that than have you sleep on your couch. Because she's, like, got, like, a real job. Like, not saying our job isn't real. Yeah, thanks. But her job, you know, I feel is a little bit more serious than our jobs.
1: Okay, she needs more of the beauty rest.
0: She definitely, not, I mean, that's fucked up, Sarah. Are you calling oh. her ugly? <laughs> no. That's fucked no. up. No,
1: I I know she's she's gonna be like, here I tonight. Gonna meet her tonight. Oh my she's god, kick your ass we are calling gonna your her tonight. You called her ugly. I can't wait. There's so many special guests coming tonight. By the way, Bowtie Joe is making his return. We have not seen him in ages. I have. What the hell happened to Bowtie Joe? I tai love jo? Bowtie Joe. Um, your lady friend is coming. My brother is in town. Uh
0: uh-huh. Oh, by the way, ladies, he's on Tinder. He's on Swipe Tinder, right.
1: He's looking for a Tinder date tonight.
0: Does he go by Seth Big Dong still, or what is he what does he go by? <laughs>
1: Seth Frazier. Oh,
0: that's what he goes by? Yes. Oh, okay. he, he he changed I've, his profile. Dan name. is
1: making an appearance. We're going to be Skyping live with Fox 5. Danny Black Videos, Maryland's number one porn star, I deemed in that. He's going to be have, here yeah. with his bevy of women.
0: Okay. Fantastic. I feel
1: like, who else are, are there going to be other freegiacs here that I know of?
0: Probably, but uh, now this is going to lead on to the second thing I wanted to mention, Sarah. Okay. Okay. This girl is coming tonight.
1: Yeah. What do you want me to say? How do you want me to I behave? I need
0: you to be on your best behavior, all okay? Right. Don't fuck this Done. up for me, because you know what? Do you have a real? What are you really good at doing, Sarah?
1: I'm good at. Like, You're
0: really good at cock blocking me and just completely. I'm like,
1: not. I try all the time to get you laid, all the time.
0: But by doing so, Sarah, you go. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen! So Sammy's looking to get laid tonight. I know someone here is interested. And then guess what, Sarah? No one's <laughs> going to respond to that. No one's going to react to that. Well, you know so they aren't right for you. Well, here, so just you know, don't get too weird.
1: Oh, don't worry. I will be so.
0: Don't talk about like us getting married, us having babies. Don't talk about anything weird like that because I know you're going to jump the really you're going to jump the really far conclusions right off the. bat.
1: No, mat. I am. I am going to play this so cool tonight. I'm going to say hi and then I'm going to go mingle with other people because I really want this to work out. When you're in a relationship, you are such a serial monog. I mean, I'm the person you gotta worry about, please. I'll no, make trust me, with, i make out. I'd make out with this brick wall. You are so serial monog. You're so well behaved, and you're so happy you're in this, like, lovey dovey place. You're, like, you know, making out all the time. You're like Amanda I'm Knox,
0: not, you know. I am like Amanda Knox. <laughs> so, oh my. So, you think I'm gonna kill somebody, Sarah? Is that what you just told me? I am. How the. This is exactly what I was talking about. You did exactly what I asked you not to do. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Well, you know what? Come tonight, meet his lady friend.
0: Yeah, come meet Amanda Knox. <laughs> come meet Amanda Knox tonight, guys.
1: Bye, everybody. We'll see you tonight. Tickets at DC and Mañana, mañana. Magiana.